Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And this week we welcome, uh, what is your official title now, Aaron Biddle? Training coordinator. So are you recruiting at all anymore? Is this breaking yes. news? Wait, hold on. Yeah, what? yeah. Yeah, so it's been that way for a little over a month now. Mm-hmm. Um, I still am recruiting. Got a small desk mm-hmm. and, and keeping my hands in it, but my main objective is to get the new people up and running as quickly as we can and making them as, as successful as, as possible. There we go. That sounds great. That's what, that would explain why he's here in town. That is. Yeah. And like any good remote employee and or nurse that... There goes my head. Hmm? I just lost. Oh, your head's head, oh. your head's set? Yeah, I yeah. lost it. Oh, there we go. Okay. Let me do a little Finicky. technical work yeah. for you. Like four inch, yeah, there, there we go. There you go. All right. I'll my start wife thinks four inches is way different than what <laughs> the ruler says. Holy smokes. <laughs> what a ringer we brought uh, in today. All right. I should have known. With we can beer. edit this out, right? We don't need to. No, it's live. It's, it's a beer live. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like any good nurse recruiter that comes to Omaha and or traveling nurse that comes through and visits us, you brought us some beer. Yeah. So tell us about this. Uh, there's some argument as how you pronounce. Argument sounds harsh. Uh, disagreement? Yeah. Let's maybe? go with that. It's up in the air. Collective discussion. Yeah. yeah. So you think it's. I think it's Dakini. That's what I'm going to go with. Dakini. I'm going to go with the YouTube pronunciation. Dakine. Dakine. That's what YouTube says. I don't know. Dakine. I mean, at least one of us will be wrong. I don't even know. And one of us might be right. But it's a tropical IPA from Four Hands Brewing Company in St. Louis. Yeah. Have you been here, Biddle? Have you been to this? Yeah. Yeah. I actually went to the tap room with my four-month-old daughter and had a couple of beers and lunch whenever I picked these up. Good work. Mm-hmm. All right. They're all family friendly. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. What kind of food situation they got there? Like actual restaurant? Um, it's like a little window that you go and order some food, but I got a pimento and cheese pretzel that was pretty good. You like the pimento? Yeah. It's a southern really? thing, yeah. isn't it? It's real good. I guess I've never oh. been a pimento fan. Boy, that. Okay, so tropical IPA. Mm-hmm. That looks very tropical. It does. Doesn't it? Yeah. Ale brewed with honey, pineapple, and zest. Mm-hmm. And it is as golden and... It almost looks like a sour. Yeah. Right. Right. And that was my thing is like, I don't like IPAs traditionally. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, if it's tropical, then yeah. maybe, maybe I will. It Maybe smells like, like pineapple. It. Wowzer. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, it's that got would the, be one that I could drink a lot of. Yeah. It's got that pineapple-y kind of mm. tartness at the mm. end. Do you, mm. know I, you know what I like about it? No sweetness. Like, yeah, I, I, I saw somebody was talking about it, that they were expecting it to be sweet, mm-hmm. but it's not. No. But it's not. I mean, yeah. you get a little bit from maybe the honey. It's definitely a summer beer, almost like a, mm-hmm. like a wit beer, but... Mm-hmm. But there's, there's some hops there at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, that's good. That's really nice. Does it list the IBUs on here at all? I don't see it. I looked it up on the untapped already just for the rating. Let's okay. I'll look it up here for the... Uh... So while you're looking that up, yep. um, I, I branched out two different ways for our episode today. Okay. Um, and this is the reason why I think it's Dakini. Okay. And I and this is I don't know it's probably totally wrong, but um, I know for a fact. I, I guess I can't say a fact. I'm, I have a very strong opinion that the font on the side of that can is supposed to be from SpongeBob. It looks exactly yeah. like it looks like SpongeBob, right? Mm. And there's a pineapple on the can, and uh, they live in Bikini Bottom. Mm. I'm going Bikini. 
That's why I'm going to Keeney, right? I guess I can't argue with that. So I did a little research, but I didn't do just research on SpongeBob itself because I thought, okay. man, everybody kind of knows about that. But I, I did want to go over um, the marketing and like the licensing of SpongeBob and okay. like how many products he's mm-hmm. involved with. All right. Because it's kind of like um, if you're of a certain age, and Dolan's probably right in this genre. Yep. Uh, SpongeBob is like its own universe, right? Like True. it has characters everybody knows. Um, it's everywhere, or at least mm-hmm. it was. I'm assuming it's still around. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's it was kind of interesting to me that it's it's, it's a huge IP that is new because most of the stuff that we're used to is you know older stuff. Sure. So I, that's kind of what I wanted to go at it this way. So Dolan, were you a SpongeBob fan? He shakes. His is head he still? Yes. Still, I am. Yeah. One of the, my favorite things about SpongeBob, and I feel like it's a total homage to Ren and Stimpy. Is when they do like a close up and it's real gross, like yes. pictures of, like flies and you know uh-huh. that was something I always loved in Ren and Stimpy. Boogers, and yeah, the, yeah, they do it on SpongeBob. And now I just found out recently, found on YouTube, they did like an updated version of some Mickey Mouse short cartoons. Okay, so like they used to do like in the 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. they have new ones from like the 2010s, 2015, 2018, and they're very much like Ren and Stimpy or this kind of stuff. They're like three and a half minutes long. Really, they do a lot of cut shots. Um, lots of this sort of like close-up, gross stuff. Yes. And my kid already knows all the characters of that, so we I've been pushing those on him. There's about a hundred of them on YouTube, so oh. I was like, yes, something new. Look at that. So that is the font. Um, for for what I could tell, mm-hmm. comes from it's called Krabby Patty font. It's like an actual <laughs> font that has been licensed. It's been uh, it's on the uh, internet, and you can download that font. It's like okay. a plugin. Wow. Uh, and it comes from a video game from 2011 that came out. It was called, uh, let's see what I write down here. Krabby Patties. Oh, Operation Krabby Patty. That's the game. Okay. So the object of the game, there's two ways you can play it. Depends on how you wake up in the morning. SpongeBob rolls out of bed on the right side of bed mm-hmm. or the wrong side of the bed. Mm. So the wrong side is Plankton. He's the villain of this world. Yep. Kidnaps Gary, who's just like cat, but he's Meow. really a snail. Yeah, there Any you go. Any and he meows, mm-hmm. uh, and he goes on this crazy adventure. And it's so complex, and it was a bunch of sentences and words that I recognized, but when they were in that order, mm-hmm. I was just like, what? Like, I'm not even going to try to talk about it. It's okay. too crazy. Awesome. Um, the right side of the bed is um, Plankton makes a robot Mr. Krabs <laughs> in order to steal the, the secret recipe. The Krabby Patty secret recipe. And, uh, yeah. and SpongeBob has to get his um, driving permit. To drive around and capture, basically mm. get rid of the robot and save save the day. So it has all the characters <laughs> and some of the storylines <laughs> of the show. If you're familiar with that, um, but yeah, that's where that font comes from. It, we use that sort of style from the show and on the video game. Okay, uh, there are have been or are 23 different SpongeBob video games on multiple different platforms, phone games, really? PlayStation games, Xbox. Oh. Yeah, it's been. All over the place. It, he's very memeable too. Mm. Very memeable. Away from the is memeable a word? Yeah, it, it is, is now. now. It's hard to say. Memeable. Memeable. The maymays. The... <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, Aaron, because there are five mm-hmm. distinct meme. They call them masterpiece meme action figures hmm. that SpongeBob is in. Yes. So there's like handsome Squidward is one. Mm-hmm. There's the one where he looks like a caveman. SpongeBob's like a caveman. Yeah. There's an action figure of that. There's um, oh, there's another one I looked up that was a picture, and I was like, oh yeah, that one's funny. The one, oh, where the one where he's like, he's all bent over, yeah, and then he's like 
sassing you back, uh-huh. basically. That was another one. So there's yeah. action figures of those memes. So they actually took the memes and made action figures out of them. You can buy them, which was awesome. The And they're big. They're like... Oh, you've seen them? Oh, I've seen them. I want... There's a Patrick. Yeah. The Patrick is... It's probably a good eight to nine inches tall. Okay. They're about... It's about... You can't see this because it's on the radio, obviously. Right, yeah. It's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... So imagine about eight to nine inches tall, about four to five inches wide. And it's the Patrick where he's sitting down and he's got his mouth wide open. Oh, yeah. That one. I want that one so bad. Yeah. Never been able to find it, though. They've only been out for like a year from what I could find. Yeah. So, yeah, they make those. Uh, there's 24 different Beanie Babies of SpongeBob. Hmm. Different Halloween. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Christmas. Like actual Beanie Babies? Yeah, like they still make those. They yeah. still make mm-hmm. Beanie Babies. Yeah, they still tie with the tag and all that stuff. I guess they make Funko Pop still, so they'll make Beanie Babies. They had a bunch of those. Christmas one. Yeah. I, I got one recently. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 14 different Lego sets deal with SpongeBob. Okay. Okay. Dolan's shaking his head like he got those for Christmas. Like, I have putting one together right now. Yeah. Uh, three actual movies. One of them is coming out in 2020 in the movie theater. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then there's three other TV movies that they made, SpongeBob. Hmm. There are five attractions, like Universal Studios and hmm. that sort of thing. There's rides and other things where SpongeBob or his characters are involved. Okay. There's been nine music albums released from this world. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, there were 19 VHS compilation put v- out. VHS. Yeah, so that stops at like 2005. Yeah. Um, there has been, let's see, what else did I write down? Oh, 94 different books as of 2012. So up into 2012, that's where the numbers stop. Like kids' books or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, just like teaching you how to read or here's an episode or whatever, hmm. just books. Um, they have 12 different board games. Mm-hmm. Including Operation, <laughs> so it's just SpongeBob all splayed out, and you have to go through the holes. Uh, Connect Four, Monopoly, Sorry, and there's an Uno that had like four different versions of oh SpongeBob Uno. And I lo- I tried to find out because I want to know how much it was worth, and the m- the number I could find was thirteen billion dollars. So SpongeBob wow. as a as an entity, you don't think of SpongeBob is as being like that heavy of a hitter. Yeah, but I guess it's for people a little younger than us. Still, it I, is. But my oldest, my oldest is going to be twenty this year in November, and she—I remember she watched it. Young, young. I mean, started twenty years ago this year, nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah, so that that makes total sense. So he also the guy that came up with this used to work on Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, I love that show. He was on for on, I think two years, and when he was in art school because he was an art student. And he also was a marine biologist. He, to pay the bills, one of the things he made with one of his buddies from art school was an action figure of Walt Disney, but it looked like it w- he was frozen, so he was dead, and he was on ice, so they are called like Disney on ice, and he sold those to make money to pay his bills while he was in college. And he still made them up until like in the mid-2000s, you awesome. could buy them. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I'm sure those were officially licensed for by the Disney. Yeah, I don't think so. No. I don't think so. But he was selling them. Mm. So, so that's what I got for that. I mean, that was just off the top of my head, real quick, just because of the font. That's where it came from. I'm kind of sad Jamie isn't here because she loves SpongeBob. Jamie loves SpongeBob, and so she would have she would have really enjoyed this. Pretty well, savor one. Yeah. Oh, I'll save her one. That's for sure. She can listen to it. She can. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Reminisce. I have a, uh, in my house, I was just thinking, like, do I have anything that's SpongeBob in my house? And I do. My sister gave me a blanket for Oscar that has SpongeBob all over it, different characters. Kay. So I know I have that in my house. Mm. And I know I have some of the DVDs. 
because there's like 30 or 40 DVDs that they put out too. I know I have a bunch of those in a box, but hmm. even my house has SpongeBob. Huh. Well, let's go. We'll circle back around to the brewery now because I yeah. think uh, there's some. And Biddle, I want to get your your take on this too because mm-hmm. it's always fun to have somebody that was there. So, uh, Four Hands Brewing Company. I assume it, is this close to some sort of racetrack? No, it's actually close to the stadium. It's downtown. There, well, their tap room is okay. downtown near the stadium. So why four? So four hands is, is a racing term, right? It's that's how you measure horses. Major horses, right? Right. Why four hands? Do you know? I, I honestly I don't know. I know it was one of the. I'd say it's top three hmm. breweries, like counting Anheuser Busch in St. Louis. Like four hands is, is one of the big ones there. Interesting. Oh. So four hands Brewing Company, twelve twenty South Eighth Street. That would be right downtown. Yeah. Then uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Hours Monday through Thursday, noon to 10, Friday and Saturday, noon to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 9. So they're open. They're not messing around no. with hours. That's that's a ton. They have a like a 1220 distillery there, too, as well, mm. that they've partnered with. And I saw done. some of that, yeah, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, so founded in 2011 by Kevin Lemp, uh, the owner and, and founder. He's mm-hmm. still very involved, and he was on the website and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, Four Hands is located in the LaSalle Park neighborhood of St. Louis. LaSalle Park. I don't... Uh, uh, the only place that I know that I went to was the one downtown, so I don't mm. know if that's like a little subsection area. Probably, or yep. What, I'm assuming so. Four Hands offers six year-round beers and a slew of seasonal beers. Uh, their brewery and tap house right now is a 20,000-square-foot footprint with 3,000 of those square feet dedicated to barrel aging, which was something they just started. Mm-hmm. So they're using some of their own barrels from their the distillery, distillery right. to... Super smart. Yeah, to because barrel those age. those are hard to get, those barrels. So mm-hmm. if you can use them, just keep using them. Reuse them, yeah. So uh, they just started their, uh, their own sour program, and it's going to really kind of take off this year. Mm-hmm. So right about the time that this airs, they'll be doing some of their sours for the first time oh nice yeah i've had a bunch of their ipas and they have a really good milk stout that was like outstanding mm-hmm. one of the first beers of theirs that i had uh this like he said is a seasonal and it's you can only get it through i think june is the end for this one maybe interesting um it's either june or july is when the next beer comes out and it's a like a hazy with uh, mm. uh guava and something else there's nice. like two fruits in it for a month or two and then the next batch comes out of another seasonal so hmm. They really rotate the seasonals through, which is nice. Said it pairs well with sunshine and swimming pools. I would agree with that. It's very much a summer beer. It's very much a summer beer. And the more you drink it, the more it's just... It's just nice. It's just mm-hmm. nice, and the pineapple's nice. I feel like I get more pineapples that warmed up a little bit. It, you definitely do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. as it, it, it was not very pineapple-facing when, yeah. when it was cold. Oh, that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. real good. I'm glad you bought us a six-pack of this because I'll definitely enjoy another one at some yeah. point. Yeah. So, hmm. so here's here's the other portion that I have. There's a uh, I looked just up the term because I wanted to know if it meant anything, mm-hmm. and I still don't know if it means anything. But I found a company that has this name, and uh, so I did a little digging because one of the first things I saw on their website was basically an insert for like a ten-gallon bucket. Okay. Uh, you know, like you see on construction sites where they'll put like a tool belt on a bucket. Oh, yeah. So they make that sort of thing, but it's a beer cooler. What? So it has like a, you can it's watertight, so you can put ice in the bucket and mm-hmm. then throw beers in. So if you have a bucket like that anywhere in your garage or wherever, then you have this thing and you've got a cooler instantly. 
or just a place to put beers that you're going to drink while you're outside. That is and awesome. And it had pockets on the outside, so you could put your next beers that you're going to put in the ice, you could put them right oh, in there. So you're on like deck loaded. beers. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like, okay, well, I got to research this. I got to find out about this company. Mm-hmm. And they basically make outdoor products. They were founded in Hawaii, and then the business moved to the foot of Mount Hood in Oregon. Okay. They basically sell things for uh, mountain bikers, um, snowboarders, surfers, kiteboarding, whatever that, something I would never do. Yep. Um, that sort of stuff. So they sell bags and accept, like, so if you're going to go skiing and you need to fly with your skis, then they mm-hmm. make a bag for that. Uh-huh. Or snowboard bags or gear, accessories. They make, like, fanny packs. They had um, tons of clothes, board shorts, shirts, uh, watches, anything that has to do with that sort of activity. This company makes it. So Chris Madrigal has probably ordered from this place. If so he I, hasn't, I was looking at some stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, he would definitely like this. We should introduce him to it. So, yeah, the na- it's the same name, whatever we're going to say, Dakini. I'm going to go with Dakini. We're going to say yeah. that. I think it's um, hard to argue with the, mm-hmm. the SpongeBob. That's yeah. what I think, but, yeah. you know, I'm just I'm just a guy in a cubicle thinking about these things. <laughs> uh, what was the other thing I was going to say about this one? Oh, yeah, I definitely talked about that. Um, mostly, yeah, it was surfing stuff. Um, and then it was very much about just being outdoors. Um, so Mount Hood is the area where the Mount Hood is, I think is a town. I gotta see if I found it in my notes. Uh, Hood River is what it's called. And that's now becoming a very popular, um, mountain biking destination. Kind of like when we were talking about Bentonville. Yes, exactly. Um, it's coming, it's like the Northwest version of that. So a lot of people are going there for that reason. Minus the, uh, the Waltons. Yeah, no Walton yeah. family, but no. it's that's what's going on there. So hmm. I think that's probably why this company is is in that area. Why they? I wonder if why they relocated. Why they? I think relocated. it seemed like pretty much right away. Like they started in Hawaii, and then like two years later, that we were in yeah. in Oregon. But they've been around since 1977, for what I could tell. Huh. So they've okay. been been around for 40 some years. Hmm. We have to ask Chris if he had ordered anything from there ever. Yeah, it's we'll see if he knows the the word. Yeah. So all right, Biddle. Give me a living in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. We got to talk about it because because the evil empire. Is, oh boy, this is, is there. the Clydesdale <laughs> right? room, right? Yep. And so, how does a microbrew survive? I've always wondered that. Like, how does a microbrewery survive there in St. Louis? Because, and you don't think of St. Louis as like a big craft beer town at right. all, probably right. because of that. But there's still some stuff, and this stuff is pretty good. Mm-hmm. How do they survive there? So. You wouldn't, with Anheuser-Busch, the, the big boy being there, mm-hmm. you would think like they just absolutely dominate everything. But there is a very, very big craft scene brewery. Like there's O'Fallon Brewery, there's um, Four Hands. Uh, I'm blanking on a few of them now that I, I sent out an email about. Yeah, um, Schlafly. Schlafly is one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then um, what is the one that I, I sent out the email about mm. that I really liked? Uh I don't know. The one that you've been to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But there is just such a craft beer scene there Mm -hmm. because, you know, Anheuser-Busch is great and they bring a lot to the table with that. But Mm -hmm. people are still pro St. Louis, pro small guy, if you will. So they'll go out of their way. Like, I see Anheuser-Busch as being the big attraction for the out-of-town people. Like, the people that live there, it's always been there. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you go on a tour. You can only go on those tours so many times. But Mm -hmm. you can go out and experience different things and get really good beers at some of these smaller craft breweries and and tap rooms. So I think they're servicing a different market, essentially. Well, maybe Anheuser-Busch is what gets people to town. Right. You know what I mean? And, uh, I mean, 
for nowadays, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's probably because I'm kind of in the middle of this like culture and mm-hmm. lifestyle, and I have definitely taken vacations just to go to breweries. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's my thinking. But I, I don't know why anybody would go to Colorado just to go visit Coors. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I don't right. see that as something that is happening. No. Now, if I'm in St. Louis and I'm by Anheuser-Busch, yeah, I'd like to see those Clydesdales mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and see that museum or whatever they've got. But, yeah, it's not it's not the main reason I'm going. To be fair to them, like we've did, we've done the tour twice with different nurses that have you mm-hmm. know been there when we've gone to do meet and greets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I've, I've done it twice. It's The history there is pretty spectacular. Like yeah. when you just the history of the brewery itself in that area is, is pretty awesome. But you're right. It's one of those things like you can only you can only do it so many times. Like mm-hmm. if, if we went a third time, I'd probably pass. Yeah, you know, or yeah. whatever. But uh, it, it, it's worth going to see at least once. Mm-hmm. We did the Coors mm-hmm. tour in Golden, which I guess honestly, if you had to compare the two, the Budweiser tour is better. There you go. The Coors one was the Coors one was fine, but yeah. the Budweiser tour was way better. So yes, was was it Saturday? I was at uh, uh, Laszlo's and Lincoln Empyrean mm-hmm. for lunch. And the table behind me was a bunch of people that were visiting uh, Lincoln. So sure. they were not from there. And this is a brewery that makes their own beer, right? Right. But they're also a place that has other beers, too, which I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm one of those that if you're at my brewery, you're going to drink my beer. You're drinking my beer. <laughs> right. So they were like, yeah, can we get uh, like four Coors Lights and a, mm. and a Bud Light? And my skin just was Ugh. crawling. I just wanted that? to turn around and Come scream on. at them. I'm like, you're at a brewery. Right. And they right. were younger people. Like that's usually something I've seen in bars, like especially on game day, Husker football, right. when you're mm-hmm. at breweries downtown, Boiler or something, and, mm-hmm. and you know you get an older guy that's in there yeah. and he wants a Budweiser. Yep. But these were people that would be in the market of like craft beer, like 25 year olds, 30 year olds, and they were like, yeah, could we get some Coors Lights oh, yeah. at the brewery for lunch? And I was just like, oh come that's, on, that's no good. I I do like. I understand that from an aspect, though, because sometimes I've been to a lot of breweries that you branch out and try something new, mm-hmm. and you're paying for a six, seven dollar beer that you get and you really don't like. So if yeah. you, yeah. it's it's the balance there. I, I so I see why that I would never go to a brewery and order like be at a brewery and order a right. Coors or a Budweiser yeah. or something that I've had a million times before. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you take that risk, you take that gamble. That's why you go there. But right. I could see people being a little too much outside of their comfort zone. Maybe. Yeah. I guess, like, at least for the place I was at, they're pretty standard. Like, they haven't changed their menu in years. No, yeah. right. So you, you kind of know what you're getting there. But I guess if you're not from Nebraska, then that's a different it, yeah, story. If you're maybe. not from there, I guess that, yeah. But and they just... still have a, you know, a lager and a wheat and, like, very <laughs> approachable beers, too. And right. I think if you're going to go to a brewery, like Biddle says, you kind of know what you're getting, right? So you should. In general, so that, yeah. gets, that gets fixed by that brewery not serving the. Coors or the even if they don't they say well you know we got something real similar to right, that right, right. you want to try it and then if, still if they don't like it yeah then say okay yeah we can try to scrounge mm-hmm. up some Bud Lights from the closet right give it to you Should born on bucket. date of 1988 yeah, yeah. the dudes back on the <laughs> on the line back there that's what they drink during their break we'll yeah. get a couple from that so they clean the <laughs> dope top with pour it on there but most like we've talked about this before most of these breweries will give you mm-hmm. a little taster right yeah. I mean yeah. they will let you try it first mm-hmm. Yeah. Before you, before you commit to a pint or whatever, right, right, that's very true too. That going that aspect, I also think that maybe the reason that like St. Louis does have so many micro brews or, or smaller brews is, mm-hmm. you know, with Big Anheuser Busch being there and people being in that industry, who says they don't 
you know, their employees don't pony up to the table and say, you know what, I'm going to branch out and try something mm. on my own. And yeah. and how much, I, w- I think that would be interesting to find out how many of those brews in St. Louis are connected. have ties back yeah. to mm-hmm. Budweiser itself. That's a good point. Because like here in Omaha, Nebraska area, like everybody that has a brewery has worked at Nebraska Brewing Company. It seems like right. everybody's worked that canning line. That's where they started. And and uh, yeah, now they're running their own places. And now they're so doing their own thing. You got to get experience somewhere. You know? Right. Right. And if you got sense. that passion, then if that's, yeah. that's your thing. I guess, yeah, you get, you, get your, you get your experience somewhere and then you go, then you, yeah. make, you make the mm-hmm. leap or whatever. It's always, it's something that's interesting to me. And, and obviously we always talk about cross-trained guys, but doing something that you're passionate about, like knowing that, first of all, so he, mm-hmm. they go and at least one of them goes and works the canning line, right? Just to be in the industry. Yep. Right. Just to get that experience and get a taste of it and works from his bo- bottom up all the way to now he's has his own brewery. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but I don't know if, if, if I would ever have the stones to do that, you know, yeah. give up a, a good job to go my passion and take a huge pay cut. That's, yeah. that's scary. It's only pay cut for a while though. Right. Until well, you, if you're I good mean, at it, if you're good at it, <laughs> yeah. if you're making, making the right yeah. move. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That's, I mean, you, you've got to just kind of know, and maybe it was, who knows, maybe it was them together that, you know, that kind of pushed each other in the right direction yeah. or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how many of those breweries there in St. Louis, like what are the what's the ratio of the breweries that have started there that have been purchased by Anheuser Busch? Oh yeah, I, I as far as like ownership of St. Louis breweries other than Anheuser Busch, like what breweries does Budweiser have a stake in or mm-hmm. AB have a stake in? I don't know, but that is something that on the tour, like whenever you look at their wall of beers that they have, and mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of beers that you don't see the big name AB behind it, sure. but that's. You know, smart co- business. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So they're tapping into that that market a little bit and mm-hmm. then growing there. So, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest one thing, I love Kona Brewing Company. Me too. And I, I don't think that they make a bad beer. And mm-hmm. I was really surprised whenever I went on that tour and I was like, hey, guess what? AB owns Kona. Kona, Kona. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's a website or something you could probably see. I'm guessing they probably, maybe they want to show that off, but maybe they mm-hmm. don't. Maybe they want to keep that hush-hush. Maybe. I, Just I for think that, that reason. They, I don't think that it's like a show off versus hush hush. I think like if you wanted to know, you could know, mm-hmm. but yeah. they're not going to be out there advertising. They're not sure. just going to say. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Anheuser-Busch presents yeah. right. Kona. Kona Brewing Company. Shock Top. Yeah. yeah. Never. Yeah. That was the disappointing thing for me when I was there. It was, I, that, it was Kona and I was the first time I went was super early in my beer journey mm-hmm. and Shock Top was and like one of the beers on tap yeah. at the end. I was like, man, really? Yeah, I didn't know. That is it, sucked. Is I, it Goose Island that has three one two? Goose yeah. has three. Yeah. yeah, so they they own Goose Island and too. they own Goose. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, interesting. Mm. Wow. And I I love some Goose Island. Isn't it? Wasn't it Chicago based? Yeah, yeah, yeah. your Cubbies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. still there. They're still up there too. Yeah. Which is interesting now because Bell's Brewing Company out of Michigan yeah. is mm-hmm. the official craft beer of Cubs baseball. Hmm. So wow, and it was goose for a, a while, and now but they're not craft. They're anymore, not craft huh? anymore. Right. So now it's so now it's bells. Interesting. What yeah. about the Cardinals games? They got what do they have there? Do you know? They have nothing. You don't want to go to those at all. <laughs> but they the have they have pretty much any any type of beer that you want yeah. to have. They had the uh, I had a Natter Days. I don't know if you guys. Oh yeah, oh, we've had those. that. Yeah. Oh, we've had. These. Yeah, I, Dolan I loves that one. Yeah. 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 He's shaking his head. He's pretending. He loves it. He's being all cool about it. Like, no. Beer nerd. So do your guys' grocery stores here, like, um, it's been forever since I've been to an Omaha grocery Mm -hmm. store, but do they have, like, canning of of 
beers. Like here? a growler machine? Like a growler machine or a canning machine? No. 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 Uh-uh. Oh, so Schnucks in St. Louis, like the grocery stores that we always go to, they mm-hmm. have like in their in their beer and wine section, they'll have different beers on tap. And they rotate on. them out like all the time. This is heavenly. It's always, yeah. This is the thing? This they is have the thing. beers on tap? Yes, the, at the grocery store. Can so you, you shop for groceries and drink a beer at the yeah, same time? Yeah, you can, do, you can do it with wine, too. Like no. You can, yes. Yeah. I'd be at the grocery store all day. Yeah. All of a sudden, St. Louis isn't so bad. everything right. on the list. So, and it's, and it's glorious. So it's all like usually Missouri breweries that what? like have on tap. And you can walk up and you can say, I want a 36 or 64 ounce growler and they make you a growler right there or a 32 ounce growler. Or if you, if it's something that it's great, I love it for trying different beers that you haven't tried before because you can also just get it. They have a canning machine right there. Okay. So they hit it with the nitro, they pour your beer in off the tap and then they seal the top of the can on it right there. They write on it what it is and then you go check out and you've got yourself a single beer of whatever you wanted to try. Wow. At a grocery store. At a grocery store. Yeah, I remember when Whole Foods showed up, that was a big thing. Like, oh, you can drink a beer while you're walking around Whole Foods. That's great. You can do that at Whole Foods? Yeah. No, you're making yes, that up. Yes, you can, don't... right? Dolan says yeah. He would know. We'll see tomorrow. Rich is arrested <laughs> for drinking in the Whole Foods. I'm going to <laughs> lunchtime <laughs> Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hy-Vee's is probably the biggest grocery store chain in Nebraska, and they yeah. have... They have like craft bars in the in their stores. Some now, of them do, yeah. But you can't. There's no like, yeah. No, Whole Foods. You're, you're serious. Whole yeah. Foods. Yeah. So I'd, I'd be, I'd just be hammering a beer, shopping as for some as quinoa. I'm, as far now, as I understand, yeah. Now is this a beer that you brought in yourself, or do you? <laughs> oh yeah. Beer I, there? Like How my, does this work? And they have a little bar. I remember one that's over by the office. They have a bar right when you're walking towards the registers. The Whole Foods does. It's, it's been a while. right in the bar. It's been a while since I've been to Whole Foods. It's like open. And you don't have to go into another separate part of the store or anything. You just sit down at the bar in the middle of the store. Pretty I, great. For real? Yeah. I need to go Whole Foods more. That's why the bread's like $7 a loaf. But, mm. <laughs> but so at that good. point, you'll pay. You'll be like, well, Yeah, you don't care. You load up, man. Yep. For sure. Especially when your wife calls you after you've been gone for three hours. And yep. You yeah. forgot all the groceries. And you forgot all the groceries. <laughs> you have three beers and then hit that person in the juice cleanse aisle that's like, hey, you want to do a seven-day juice? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, as far as pineapple beers go... Where where is this one for you? Have oh, you had many? This is pretty darn good. I, I I've had some. This is different than any pineapple beer I've really had because it, sweetness always follows, and there isn't with this. Yeah. Infusion here in town has a pineapple IPA that comes out only in the summertime. Okay, and it's pretty good. But this one has way more pineapple, like real pineapple juice flavor, hmm. and so I I definitely prefer this one. It's super tasty. And we did one, didn't we? Do another pineapple beer? I want to say that one back. from uh, not Founders. It was Staycation. Wasn't that a Staycation? Is yeah, a, that's right. Was that a Founders beer? Or no. Is that a, I can't remember. Hmm. But Staycation. Surly. Surly. That's Surly. who it was. Yep. And that one was pretty good, too. But I th- I prefer this one. I think it's I kind of prefer this one, too. There was, But it, to be fair, it was different. It was Well, that was a milkshake, too. That right. That's a milkshake IPA. So sweeter, different. This is way more kind of on the tart or sour mm-hmm. side with some hops at the end, mm-hmm. that hop yeah. flavor at the end. But it sure didn't look like an IPA pouring it, man. It no. looked like a Saison almost. Yep. Totally, totally different. A lot of, lot of flavor in there. It was great. All right, so let's let's take a look at the old untapped. Okay. 13,000 ratings. Whoa. Whoa. I was shocked. For how a many. seasonal. For a seasonal. Yeah. This might not be the first season that's come out then, I'm No, I guess not. No, I think it came out in 2018. So. Okay, well, that's been, pretty good in a year. Cycles, I mean, there's right? only, can only sell it four months a year. Wow. Mm-hmm. So somebody's drinking this down 13, in St. Louis. 13,000. 
Yeah. Biddle, yeah, that's a good choice. Okay, what do you think? 13,000 uh, rankings. 3.38. 3.7. Okay. And that's really close. I'd go 3.75. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I really think... For, I think you picked a winner here. For an IPA. Mm-hmm. For a word, or one that we can't even pronounce the name of. Mm-hmm. We right. don't know. Right. Very tasty. We tried to call the brewery before we came on the air here. Should we try it again? Yeah, yeah, give them a call. Let's see. Let's, Let's see do it live. Do we have to tell them we're recording this? Nope. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think no, so either. Do, do you don't? We can use this in a court of law. Biddle knows the rules. Here. He makes the rules. Here we go. What if I leave a, do I need to leave a message? I would no, leave a message. Just hang up real fast. I can't believe Please leave a message for the tasting. Come on. All right, I'm going to go 3.5 now. Yeah, that's going to be <laughs> something. Going into the if phone. they would have answered the phone and told us how to pronounce it, I would have yeah. went four. Look, Ooh. unless they're just selling a shitload of this right now. Yeah. It might be real busy there. Maybe it's busy. I don't know. Mm. Cardinals are in town, right? I think Cardinals are in town. I don't know, but it's a Monday. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, well. That's how it goes. Well, Biddle, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And yeah, thanks, thanks for bringing for, us yeah, this thanks beer. thanks for that beer. It was great. Oh, absolutely. There's a couple others back there that we won't drink uh, and talk about, but I will definitely drink them, and then I'll yeah. let you know. Yeah, that's fine. You know, what, uh, what I think about them. So, well, Brian, when the same way we always do. Yeah. We ain't going anywhere for a while. Let's, uh, let's have another beer. Yeah.